Welcome to A Better Covenant Podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. This episode is a continuation from the last podcast. Foresight brings us the ability to see it before it happens, and that's how we can be prepared for it. You know, it gives us the ability to prepare for it before it comes. Whether positive or negative, we can be ready for it because the wisdom of God gives us foresight. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. It says, My son, pay attention to my words or pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ears to my understanding. Pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ears to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. As we pay attention to God's wisdom and lend our ears to his understanding, we will preserve discretion. If you look at the, this translation in the Hebrew-English Tanakh, the Jerusalem Publishing Society has a translation called the Hebrew-English Tanakh. And it says, My son, listen to my wisdom. Incline your ears to my insight that you may have foresight while your lips holds fast to knowledge. Let me read it again. It says, My son, listen to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my insight, that you may have foresight while your lips holds fast to knowledge. Think about that. If we listen to God's wisdom, if we incline our ears to his understanding, to his insight, it says you will have foresight. You will have foresight your lips will hold fast to knowledge. That's wonderful. You will have foresight. You will be able to see it before it happens. In the positive and in the, in the negative, God wants to see it before it happens. God wants us to, to avoid tragedy and live a better life. And wisdom brings that foresight into our lives that will enable us to see the tragedy before it happens, before we make dumb decisions, silly decisions, enter into relationships that we should never have entered into. Make dumb investment decisions. You know something in your spirit will tell you, don't put your money into that business. And you went ahead and did it anyway, and the result was disaster. But if we have God's foresight, if we have God's wisdom, that wisdom will bring into our lives foresight and will avoid tragedy and live a better life. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3 says, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but a simple person and are punished. Think about that. What a, what a blessing. It says a simple person and are punished. They get into trouble. Not that God wants them to get into trouble. God's not the author of, author of trouble. Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God doesn't desire in any, God doesn't have any delight in anybody's suffering. He doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want it. He's doing everything he can to, prov- to, 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 to prevent it in our lives. And the Bible says a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. He sees the trouble before it happens. And he says, wow, I see trouble coming here and I'm going to take steps to avoid it. So we can avoid tragedy and live a better life. And that's one of the great objectives of the book of Hebrews, of the of the, the book of Proverbs, is that it brings God's wisdom into our lives. It points our attention in the direction of God's wisdom. And we can then uh, we can then receive that wisdom and then tap into the better life that God has for us and avoid avoid tragedy. 
you know. Proverbs chapter 1, let's read from verses 1 to 6. It says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. I want you to take good note of that, that, that verse. It says to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and, and, and the interpretation thereof, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Verse 4 again says, to give subtlety to the simple and to the young man, knowledge and discretion. Again, when we look at the Hebrew-English Tanakh of the Jerusalem Trans uh, Publishing Society, it says to the young man, knowledge and foresight. Think about that. God wants young men to have knowledge and foresight. Why? Because he wants young men to live their lives to their to the full fullness of their potential. God doesn't delight in young people's lives being cut short. God doesn't delight in young people dying in their prime. No, God wants young men to grow up into adulthood and grow up into become old men and live their lives to the fullest and be everything that God wants them to be. But when we lack this character of foresight, when we lack the wisdom of God, we make dumb decisions. We get into dumb relationships. We do dumb things that can potentially have the enemy cut short our life in the prime. So may God help us and enable us to make right decisions through the power of foresight so that we don't do things that will allow the enemy cut short our lives. There is no such thing that says when your life, when your time comes, you will die. That's one thing that the devil has used to deceive people. He has them deceived. Particularly young men say, well, you know, when your time comes, you will die. There is no such thing like that. If you read the book of Hebrew, if you read the Bible, look particularly the book of Proverbs, you will see that there are certain things you can do that will cut short your cut short your your life, and there are certain things you can do that will prolong your life, and that's why the Bible says to to young men knowledge and discretion, or to young men knowledge and foresight. God wants you to have foresight, and if you have foresight, you will live your life to the fullness. Of your potential. And if you've been traveling the wrong road for a while and the wisdom of God comes into your life, uh, that, that wisdom will enable you to get out of that wrong road. We can cost you your life before you fulfill your potential. You can get out of that wrong road and avoid an untimely death. So there is no such thing as if to say your life has a time when you are going to definitely die. There is not, it, does, it does not exist. The only thing that is fixed about your life is your destiny, your purpose for being in this world. And God wants you to have enough time to fulfill that purpose. And wisdom will give you that foresight to be able to live your life to the fullness of your potential. Proverbs chapter 2, 10 to 11 says, When wisdom enters into your heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto your soul. Discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. Again, I look at that in the Hebrew-English Tanakh. And it says, foresight will protect you. And discernment will guard you. Think about that. Some of us have gotten into relationships that we should never have gotten into. 
We've done things that we wish we never done. Some are living today in regret. The regret has almost completely finished you off because you're looking at that past and you say, oh, I wish I'd never done that. Well, forget about it and get onto the right path. Begin to tap the wisdom of God. Begin to tap the wisdom of God that brings foresight into your life. And life can be better for you as you move into the future. But because of a lack of wisdom, because of a lack of foresight, we did dumb things. We made dumb decisions. We got into the wrong relationships. We went to the wrong places. And uh, that created a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble for us. The Bible says discretion will, for, will, will preserve you. The, the Tanakh, the, the Hebrew-English Tanakh says, foresight will protect you and discernment will guard you. Foresight will protect you. It will protect you in your businesses. It will protect you in your relationships. It will protect you in the way you live your lives. It will protect you in the way you raise your family and the deal with your wife and your kids. It will protect you in the places that you go to. It will tell you don't go to this kind of place and don't go to those kind of places. It will direct you to keep the right company. Foresight will guard you. Foresight will protect you. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 21 says, Proverbs 3 verse 21 says, My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Again, the Hebrew English Tanakh says, hold on to resourcefulness and foresight. Think about that. Hold on to it. Don't lose it. Hold on to resourcefulness and on to foresight. How do you hold on to resourcefulness and foresight? By holding on to God's word, by not giving it up for anything. And then that foresight, that resourcefulness will protect you. And you'll find yourself living your life unto the fulfillment of your God-given destiny. You will fulfill your destiny. You will live your life to a good old age. And the Bible says, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. So when we have foresight... We live life to a point where we say, yes, now I'm satisfied. Now I'm ready to go. Now I'm ready to get into the eternity and meet with my Savior. Because I know when I meet with him, I'll be able to look down with him and say, I, I spent my life in the right, in the right endeavors. Um, look at Isaiah 28 verse 26. It says, I just want to look quickly at Isaiah 28, verse 26. Read it out to you uh, before I carry on. It says, For he instructs him, that is God, for he instructs him in right judgment, and his God teaches him. That's what judgment means, foresight. For he instructs him in right judgment, his God teaches him. Now let's look at that word, Instruct is the Hebrew word spelled Y-S-R. It means to teach someone a lesson. It means to shape their character. It means to inculcate in them that which sets boundaries and limits around them. Isn't that how people get into trouble? They don't recognize limits and boundaries. It means to give direction for a specific purpose. In other words, as God instructs you, he puts you on the right course to fulfill your purpose in life. What a wonderful scripture. You know, if you're traveling the wrong road, that would eventually lead to tragedy. God wants to move you out of that road onto the right path that will lead to the fulfillment of his purpose for your life. It means to influence someone who is on the wrong course of life to change course. Think about that. God wants you to change course if you're on the wrong course. 
God doesn't delight in people dying on timely death. God doesn't delight people getting caught up in tragedy and calamity. He says, if you are on the wrong course, and, and, and I tell you something, all human beings, the Bible says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I don't believe this. we all start out on the right course. I, be, I believe all human beings, because of the sinful nature, all start, they all step onto the wrong path in life. The only difference is that some of us stay longer on that wrong path than others. Some receive correction early, they get out on the right path. Some go on and on and on and on and on on that wrong course until they eventually begin to listen to God. But wherever you are in life, begin to listen to the instructions of God. And if you begin to listen to the instructions of God, where you are now, I will guarantee you that you will step onto the right course and you will be on the path to fulfilling God's plan for your life. If we cannot imagine the future, we will not be able to fulfill God's plan for our life. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, That I pray, God, that your whole spirit, soul, and may the God of peace sanctify you completely. Let me read it again. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 Now may the God of peace sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a physical body. Our spirit, souls, and body are involved in the fulfillment of God's plan for our lives. And uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6 says, Not with eye service as men please us, but as born servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. If you look at that in the, in the Greek uh, interlinear translation, it says, Not by way of eye service as men please us, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the soul. What is your soul? The soul consists of your thoughts, your will, and your emotions. Your imagination also included in there. So it says the will of God, the soul, which consists of our thoughts, our, imag- our emotions, our will, and our, and our imagination is involved in doing the will of God. So how? what's the role of our imagination? Remember, we said foresight is the ability to imagine the future. We, we, that is in your soul. Doing the will of God from your soul. That means your soul is a canvas upon which the Holy Spirit will begin to paint pictures of the future that he has for you. That is, if you yield your soul to the Holy Spirit, if you don't yield your mind to the Holy Spirit, he will never do it because God never forces himself on anybody. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So as we renew our mind, as we renew our mind, the Holy Spirit gets in there and begins to paint pictures of that which he has for us in the future. The Bible says, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will show you things to come. He will show it on the canvas of your imagination and you will begin to see the future that God has for you. You're not necessarily going to see everything, but you'll be seeing it as God wants you to see it and you'll be getting ready for it and preparing yourself for it. So this is a great blessing that the Holy Spirit has made available to us in scriptures. And I want to encourage you to reach out for it by faith. Begin to declare, Christ is made unto me wisdom. And in that wisdom, there is foresight. As you meditate on scriptures, and as you meditate on the word of God, the foresight of God will begin to grow and develop on the inside of you. And you will begin to rise to a new kind of life. The Lord Jesus Christ, head of the church, bless you. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. 
For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org.